Welcome to Pod Academy. I'm Federica Di Lascio. This podcast summarizes the debate around flexible working in UK, which has been promoted by the Natsen. The panel was chaired by Dalia Bengalim, Associate Director of IPPR. The first speaker is Jenny Chanfro, senior researcher at Natsen, who shows the results of the Workplace Employment Relations Survey 2011. Why is flexible working becoming so important right now? We know that global competition and challenging economic times are putting pressure on businesses to be increasingly leaner, more responsive, more efficient. And meanwhile, of course, demographic changes and changes to uh, the composition of the workforce putting pressures on employees to uh, meet potentially conflicting demands from work and other responsibilities. Flexibility to arrange when and where work is carried out can really help balance the equation for the employee. We uh, analysed recently uh, released 2011 Workplace Employment Relations Study, or WORS for short, and we had a look at what employees and managers think about flexible working arrangements helping employees to achieve a better work-life balance through these arrangements. Some flexible working arrangements available to at least some employees and the majority of organisations. So only one in five workplaces uh, offer no flexible arrangements at all. And by flexible arrangements I mean things like part-time working, compressed hours, flexi time, working from home. Despite the wide availability of flexible arrangements, UK managers are not very positive about their role in helping employees to balance work and family responsibilities. We didn't find any evidence for a general business case for flexible working arrangements. The next one is Fiona Cannon, Director of Inclusion and Diversity at Lloyds Banking Group, who speaks about the need of elaborating new working organisation models. The first thing was that there is absolutely a lack of a real business case um, out there. Um, If you look, in in addition to the work that Jenny was talking about, if you look at CBI's 2011 Employment Trend Survey, they'll show that 96% of companies have got at least one form of flexible working, but it is just one form. and 30% of the companies that are involved wouldn't do anything more because they're worried about the negative impact on cost and on productivity. And so when you dug into that, I think part of the issue for us was that, that we believe that the positioning of flexibility as an employee benefit is one of the main reasons why there's been such a kind of dearth of activity in this space. I guess the second piece then for us was even within that then, even if you accept that there's a business case, so there's a real gap again even around successful ways of implementing flexibility, and the cultural piece is is a big issue. And so that drove what we decided we needed to focus on. First of all, in terms of our purpose, was to define the business case. Secondly, to provide the leadership um, uh, from our chief execs, so this is all led by our chief execs. And the third point really is to provide practical support to companies in terms of how you actually go about doing it. See there that being able to meet customer demand is the biggest driver of value um, within an organisation. And then interestingly, increased productivity, quality of output and the ability to attract and retain high quality of all stuff is still there. I mean, the, the attraction piece is still there. There are five rules, golden rules, if you like, that we found to, to be able to capture those benefits. The first one is it has to be led by the business. This cannot be led by HR. In all the work that we did, it was run by um, the managing directors. The second thing for us is about you really have to understand the needs of your business in a way that many people don't. And so you have to really understand what you're trying to achieve, but also, of course, understand the needs of your workforce much more deeply than maybe we would, we would um, think that we've done in the past.
task. The other bit is develop your agile working model bottom-up. This cannot be a centrally driven, group-wide policy that you put out to people. You clearly have to have principles at the top, but it has to be run at business unit level by your business unit managers. But you also need to consider big strategic changes. As Jenny was saying, you know, we all live in a completely different world now, but actually most of the models for the organisations we all work on are based on a kind of 19th century model of work. It's still based on a kind of 95, five days a week, you know, 60 to 60. And the last point really is about preparing leadership, of course, um, and put in place sufficient management capacity. Um, and that's um, in terms of what we're doing as a group. Um, there are, we are about to, we, the methodology that we use, this um, business value assessment tool, and I hate that job, because it's just we can't be the developer at the moment, but business value assessment process is something that we're going to be offering to companies. Michael Meeling is Chair at Employment Policy Unit at Federation of Small Businesses and explains how and why working relationships are necessarily flexible within small companies. I think my most uh, important point is that size does matter. If one looks at the typical FSB member, the typical small business in the UK, what you find uh, is that if you have a handful of people, uh, the culture of the business is totally different to the, uh, the, the issues that large employers find when communication is a problem both up and down and sideways. If every employee uh, meets a decision maker every day, management um, is agile, but um, certainly you've got a, a, an informal culture in small business um, which makes communication easy, it makes commitment and involvement easier. Uh, and it also means that it is very difficult to, de to treat people as numbers. If you meet people every day, if, you, if they're in the next office, they are an individual. Within the small business, you, you don't have the issues of employee engagement that larger businesses have to struggle with. Uh, small businesses have to be flexible. I don't think we talk in terms of flexibility as an employee benefit or a business or the business case, I think it is the way that most small business, small units of any kind, have to be set up these days to succeed and, and continue to grow. At last, Sarah Veal from Equality and Employment Rights Department, who highlights the economic advantages of flexibility. Yes, there is a business case for flexible work, but I think it has to be done as a sort of system change, really, rather than ad hoc responses in a piecemeal way to people who might come in and bother you about it. And I think you have to make sure that your work systems are properly designed to accommodate flexibility absolutely throughout. It has to be at the top and right down to the bottom, and it has to be managed. We would argue that it's good for the economy now to have flexible working because of all these competing needs in society, because if as a society we are going to say that individuals now have to take on far more of the caring responsibilities, and this isn't a forum for debating the rights and wrongs of that, but it is a fact that people are more and more having to do more themselves to look after grandma, auntie, sister, then you've got to make sure that people don't suffer at work because of that, and as far as possible you can accommodate that within your working system. But the real problem for the sort of people who often want to work flexibly is there's no certainty in it, and it just does not fit in with the developing welfare model that we have. It's just not possible to say to people, you simply won't know from one week to another how many hours you're going to work, where you're going to work, what you're going to earn. You won't know when you're going to be entitled to sign on for benefits. You won't be able to get a mortgage probably. It will be impossible to sort out your pension because you've got no idea how and when you're going to be required to work. I think that's wrong. I don't think that should be allowed. I think something needs to be done.